BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB. LB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire 7 days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. I'm fighting with my music. Actually, this whole thing's off in as much as, you know, it's said about the show going live, Liz, and um, mm-hmm. it's uh, it, it's like 23 seconds off. Fast. Oh, yeah, so it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. When, yeah, sorry, I need to get my notepad. I'll be back in a second. Okay. All right. So anyway, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. We start having another conversation. Welcome to My Life, My Choice. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next 60 minutes, maybe longer, depending on where we are in our conversation. Today's show is, is simply this, is God listening to my prayer? And this, to me, guys, is a huge one, an absolutely huge, colossal thing. And let me just say this before moving forward with this show. Prayer, for me does not discriminate in regard to what your religious belief is and or not, what your spiritual belief is and or not. Prayer is something that people do, and they do this subconsciously. People don't even realize that they're praying, which is why things are turning up into their life that they don't want. But before I get to that, because I I, I can go off on a tangent on this one, and I mean, guys, really, I can go off on all these different uh, trajectories and today I said right I'm going to keep myself on track as much as possible so Liz are you back hello I guess she I guess she went to go and print print the the um <laughs> the the notepad um okay so that that being said I'm waiting for my co-host to um get back and join us she went off to go and get her her writing pad as um, actually, speaking of which, I don't even have mine in front of me, which is a good thing because there are things that come up or ideas or thought processes. And like, if I don't write them down, like for her, if she doesn't write them down, it's gone. But I mean, <laughs> you were talking about me behind my back, right? <laughs> no, 
No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> As if. You know, what I was saying is that, um, well, I just thought a little bit, say, just a tad, a little bit, that you must have gone to print bleeding writing pack. It's taking so long to get it. But um, that was it. And then I realized I didn't actually have mine in front of me. And then I was going on to say to our listening audience that, you know, it, it's really helpful because there are things that come come up. And if I actually don't jot them down, it's gone. You know, mm-hmm. it's gone. I know for you, I mean, at least I can retrieve it. I know for you, it's, you know, gone into Never Never Land and never <laughs> Nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with Never Neverland, Wendy, Elizabeth, (laughs) darling. No, 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 darling. No, I know, love, I know. But um, anyway, sweetheart, how are you? Yeah, yeah, not too bad, not too bad. You know, yeah, yeah. All right, Mm -hmm. that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Congratulations to um, your daughter on the purchase of her new wonderful home. So you know, congratulations Mm -hmm. for her. They had many, many, many happy years in there. With them unruly picnic with their children <laughs> who are loving, love, lovely children. They are really. But I'm, I'm uh, very happy. No, I'm happy for all of them, for Dwayne and for Athena. Uh, and, you know, congratulations on that. That's definitely a milestone in their life, you know? Absolutely. So, you know, and it's nice, I think, as a parent, you know, you see kids settle, you know. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, yeah. Take, yeah. take some of the sting out. Oh my God, what's going on? You know, or, or not that I'm saying that you had that, but it does take mm. that thing out. No, know? it does, because you do think, okay, well, what are they going to do? How are they going to do this? How are they going to yeah. get on the housing ladder and, you know, get their own place? Yeah. And So, yeah, no, it makes it makes a big difference knowing that, um, you know, she's done this. She's laughing, really. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, so that's that, darling. So let's jump right into it. Um is God listening to, and that's actually what I, I started going off on a tangent and I just had to pull, rein myself back in. Um, <laughs> is God, no, is God listening to my prayers? And um, I'll just read the, the synopsis. Uh, prayer is consciously thanking the universal creator, grand architect, the God within, or whomever your chosen deity is for your desired outcome before it's actually manifested in your life or into your life. That's prayer in a nutshell. It's important to understand the structure of prayer and know the distinction between talking to God, talking with God, and praying to God. Many people don't understand this nuance, and their prayers are structured incorrectly, and as a result, they feel that their prayers are left unanswered, and their bodies remain unhealed, their finances remain in a shamble, their relationships continue to be contentious and happiness is out of their grasp. When people don't receive what they want, they sigh deeply and they sigh deeply and in reverent hushed tones state eloquently, Oh God wanted something different for me. Well guys, here's the cold hard fact. That's simply not true. Your prayers are always answered. And God never wants something different for you other than what you want. That's an easy out. That, that that's an easy out. And today, guys, I'm not holding any punches. And um, why I laughed, Libs, is because I've got a, um, a tutorial out uh, talking about this. And I that I think I think that downloads 
uh, automatically about five o'clock-ish or something like that, five, between, between two and five anyway. But I have a tutorial and, and, and I laugh because, you know, God bless Mr. Calvert because I did the whole, you know, the whole extra, extra, God wants something different for me. But that being said, prayer is something that is very integral in many, many, many cultures. And again, not just from a religious standpoint, not just from a spiritual standpoint. You can interweave the two, but prayer is something that is very, very integral to many, many, many cultures. Prayer, as I said, is actually a conversation. No, excuse me. Prayer is literally thanking the universal creator for what you have before you get it. That's what prayer is. But many people don't see prayer as that. And this is really what what the problem is. This is really what the problem is. Many people don't see prayer as that. And as I said in the synopsis, the, the cold hard fact is this. Your prayers are not left unanswered. That cannot happen. And I don't care what umbrella you come under in regard to your religious and or spiritual belief. I don't care what, what, what prayer, excuse me, what, what, what order you believe in. Prayer is about effective, communica- uh, effective communication with whomever your chosen deity is, the divine, Christ, Buddha, Muhammad, Krishna. Um, it, it, it matters not. It's about how you communicate effectively and knowing the communication process effectively in order for you to get what you want. As I said, when things don't happen in your life, people will definitely say, you know, God wanted something different for me. That's not true. When you, when, when you are praying, it's really important to understand whether you are in prayer or if you're talking to God. And there's a marked difference, and we're going to get to that. Moving forward, what I would say to you guys is this. If there's nothing else that you take away from today's show, and I do urge you to watch the, the tutorial. There's a tutorial that goes with this. I urge you to watch this. Watch that. But if there's nothing else that you take away from this, guys, it's simply understanding that there's a distinction between talking to God and praying. There's a distinction between the two. And this is the nuance where most people... I mean, it's like falling through the cracks. It's like falling through the cracks. So as we move forward, I want you to about that. Now, according to um, the dictionary online, prayer is a solemn request for help or an expression of thanks addressed to God or your chosen deity or whomever, you know, the object of your worship is. We have been taught, and you know, you know, we get taught. Um, I remember, you know, in in my little bed, I lie, Heavenly Father, hear my cry. Lord, protect me through the night and keep me safe till till morning light. You know, sort of like Amen. And even as kids, 
were taught prayers. I remember when Sabina and Divino, you know, they, they were little, you know, they were, you know, like three and four or whatever, and they were staying over, and I was like, okay, perchance, get in, say your prayers, and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And this is something that, you know, we, we would do, you know, before they went to bed. It was a ritual, Michael and David, you know, put your hands together. Michael, put your hands together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't have to. <laughs> oh, come on, Liz. Oh, you named that one. You, you, you named that one. Oh, in a heartbeat. I don't want to and I don't have to. You know, you've got to love him for that. You have to love him for that. Um, but we, we were taught, we've been taught in prayer that we're asking for something. We're literally in prayer. We're taught that we're asking for something. Sorry, Wendy, can I just interrupt you? What did you say the definite, the dictionary definition was of the prayer? The dictionary definition of prayer, dictionary online, is a mm-hmm. solemn request for help, or an, and I'm quoting here. This is a direct quote: a, a solemn request for help or an expression of thanks addressed to God or an object of worship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we we we've been taught we've been taught that in in prayer that we're asking for something, occasionally giving something, but we're asking for something. So we're either asking for help, we're asking for guidance, strength, wisdom, courage. We're asking for um, healing. We're asking for finances. We are asking in prayer for something that we actually feel that we need and or want. And many people in prayer don't automatically give thanks for it. Many people, they, they, they actually don't. You know, they, they'll say, you know, um, I, I, I ask this in, you know, the name of God. I ask this knowing that the blood of Christ, the blood of Jesus, blah, blah, blah. I ask this, blah, blah, blah. Even in the, even in the metaphysical community or the spiritual community they have this way of saying and so it is and so it is which all of these things are really important especially as it applies to you and the way in which you pray however again once again most people actually praying it's a prequel but they're not actually praying so as i actually did research for this and as I say to guys, because some people are really, you know, they're like, really? Yeah, as I did research, I did a little research for this. What people believe and are taught about prayer and how to pray has become increasing or have become increasingly aware that people don't actually understand the nuance of prayer, let alone how to pray. Consciously talking with God isn't a prayer. Okay, guys? Consciously having a conversation with God isn't a prayer. Unburdening yourself to God isn't a prayer. Laying your burdens down at the feet of God is not prayer. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. And I go into this, I actually I demonstrate this in, in the um, actual tutorial. It's a conversation. 
I'd agree. If it's done right, it can be a prequel to praying, but it's not prayer. Laying your emotional burdens down isn't praying. It's just that you're laying down your emotional burdens. And Liz, am I making sense? Does this make sense to you? Yeah, 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 absolutely, Wendy. Um, you know, one of the things, I mean, I believe in um, thanks, in saying thanks, in gratitude of things mm-hmm. that have happened for me. Um, mm-hmm. But then... I think in some respect, I mean, I say thank you to myself, okay? Mm-hmm. But I think if someone isn't actually, isn't actually saying thank you to themselves, when they just say thank you to their chosen deity, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure that it's actually necessary. It kind of depicts a separation between you and your deity. It implies that you are not, powerful in your own right do you understand Mm -hmm. what I mean so I mean Mm -hmm. it's like if you're used to saying thank you to yourself then you know it it, for me it's a given to say thank you for anything that happens if you believe you know like if if it comes to me through universal consciousness or or whatever it Mm -hmm. is but if you're not used to saying thanks to yourself then it implies there's a separation it implies that there is something outside of that that you are not linked to that is creating Mm -hmm. whatever is happening bet mgm is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences register using code champion 200 and win 200 in free bets when you place a 10 dollar money line wager on any major league baseball game and either team hits a home run regardless of your bets outcome Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet 10 bucks on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed. Disease in remission. Stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. And it's kind of like, um, it denies your part in the process. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Yes, I, I hear what you're saying, which is why it's really important um, for People to have, for me at any rate, a belief, which is which is part of the which is part of the actual prayer process, is the belief. If you don't have the belief, it's not going to happen. Um, so yes, I, I definitely understand what you're saying, especially in regard to thanks. Mm-hmm. That being said, thank you, thank you is really used as a punctuation when we're talking in regard to prayer. 
it's used as a punctuation. It's like full stop, done, I've got it. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm going to get to that. Um, laying down all your emotional burdens, as I was saying, isn't prayer. It's just that it's laying down your emotional burdens. Talking to God um, and laying yourself bare, vulnerable, is, is its expression. It's your expression with no holds barred about how you're feeling, about your health, about your wealth, about the relationship, about what's happening to you, what the, you know, what's going on in the world. It's about you laying yourself bare. It even, to some degree, might touch on what you want to happen. Because many people in, in their prayer... They will say what they would like to happen or what they want want to change. But I'm going to tell you something, guys. Begging, pleading, crying, promising, and the big one, let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. If I do this, God, you do that. Let, let's make a deal. Stating to a degree what you want isn't prayer either. Now, guys, you truly, honestly, when, you, when you're talking about things that are, that's going on in your life and you are unburdening yourself, you are laying it out there, you are just giving it up. I am giving this up to God. That's what you're doing. You're having a conversation. You're giving it up to God. Once again, that isn't prayer. What that can actually do for you is create or invoke the universal law, the spiritual law, God's law, the natural law of space, so that things, new clarity, new thinking can come in. But that's not prayer. That's not prayer. Begging, pleading, crying, promising, and as I said, let's make it, let's make a deal. And a lot of people pray that way. Let's make a deal. If I do this, you can do that. Let's make a deal. That's not prayer. You see, if all the above was prayer, we wouldn't be having this conversation. You wouldn't be experiencing the things that you say that you don't want to experience in your life. And everybody would be living the way in which they want to live, which ironically, they are living the way in which, what, which they want to live because every, because you are praying unbeknownst to yourself into existence, the things that you don't want. And the things that happen in your life are a result of the prayers that you have put forth. Guys, you are praying 24 hours a day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days out of a year, 1,440 minutes in a day. You are praying whether you are awake or you are asleep. Prayer isn't. Your conversation with God. And and hear me clearly, it's wonderful to have a conversation with God. I think it's absolutely brilliant that people, no matter what umbrella, religious umbrella you stand under or spiritual umbrella you come under, 
I believe that it is brilliant. It's absolutely worthwhile to be able to conversate with your chosen deity without a middleman or middlewoman trying to do that for you. You can get your own purchase with God. You don't need anybody to do that because God resides within you, not, as Olivia was saying, not externally to you. God resides within you. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. We're human beings having a spiritual experience, whichever way round it goes. That, that being said, you are praying 24-7, 365. And that is a cold, hard fact. That is a cold, hard fact. In 1981, I had a near-death experience, and and I say this in the tutorial, and um, I learned about the power of prayer. I learned about the power of your spoken word and the power of prayer. That was one of the things that I learned during my um, little hiatus on the other side or through the veil, whatever floats your boat. And me being me, as I say in the tutorial, you know, I kind of... Yeah, I knew it all. I thought I had it down. Three years later, I realized that I didn't have it down. Three years later, I was doing what I have just told you up above that you shouldn't do. I was begging, crying, pleading. And believe me, I was making a deal. I was trying to make a deal. You see, my sister, she had she had passed. She'd blown her last breath into my mouth and... um. I knew this, and I, I rode in the ambulance, and there was all this stuff that happened in the ambulance, and I stayed on the tutorial, there's all this stuff that happened in the ambulance, but I knew what I knew already knew based on what happened, but yet still, I was begging, pleading, crying, I was making promises, I was talking so hard and fast you'd have thought I was speaking in tongues, I, was, I, I wanted to make a deal. And what I heard was what I was told very quietly, but with a great amount of force, that's not prayer. And I knew it wasn't prayer based on what had happened to me. Based on what had happened to me three years ago, I knew that wasn't prayer. But yet still, in my panic, in my panic, I went back to what I had been taught to do. I didn't go back to what I had been shown to do. I went back to what I had been taught to do. So what what is true? Does that make sense, Liz? Am I making sense so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I know for me at that time when, when Rose died, um, you know, my when I asked, you know, if everything would be fine, I was told, everything will be okay and I thought that meant that Rosemary was actually going to survive that she was going to be okay but Mm -hmm. in the universal scheme of things she was okay because everything was happening as it was supposed to happen exactly for me in like in Rosemary's death one thing that I realized was that um, my perception 
of of okay um, what what yeah of of what of what I believe the result should be isn't necessary isn't necessarily what the result will be and you know it goes back exactly. to being concise you know about what exactly. it is you're praying for asking for because okay to the universe or to your deity may not be what you consider to be okay exactly exactly and just just as a segue you know within the spiritual community they have, you know like um people who are new thought ministry um that's that sort of thing you know um Ernest Tomes uh, the Fillmore's the unity as they call them unitics and all this stuff one of the things that they say after they've affirmed or done whatever prayer is they're doing prayer and affirmation for me are the one in the same so is spell casting and all of that it's all one in the same you're using the power of your word okay so what they say is they'll say they are asking for that or better and this is one of the things that i wanted to address specifically to the metaphysical or spiritual community as their format of prayer or as our format of prayer goes it's an affirmation and they'll end it with something that or better well, Liz, you just said it really succinctly. Because the universal creator, the universal creator may have something different in mind than what you have in mind. And when it comes to you, you're like, well, I didn't actually want that. How could this be better? But in the grand scheme of things, it is playing out the way that it has to play out. So, yeah, you need to be specific. Prayer is about being specific. Prayer is about being specific. It's not about your wanting. It's about knowing that you have what you want before you get it. True prayer, okay, what is true prayer as I have here? What is true prayer? True prayer is figuring out what you want. It's about getting clear and specific. It's about infusing that, that, that thing that you're specific about with all the desire that you have within you. It's about being faithful to that desire. It's so, so, that, you can, so that you can inspire yourself to believe you have that which you have claimed before you have it in its physical and or tangible, and or, and or manifested form. Am I making sense, Liz? Uh, yeah, you are, because there's, there's praying to find acceptance in a situation, your own self-acceptance in a situation, and there's praying to create change. They're two different things. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, there you go, guys. They're, they're, and even with that, for me, Liz, the prayer for acceptance and the prayer... For, for change, you still need to know exactly what you want. Exactly. You still have exactly. to be clear. You still exactly. have to be specific. But, yeah, but the, the, the thing about acceptance, it doesn't take you out of the situation. You're, not, you're actually not asking for change. You're, act, you're, you're more asking to accept the situation rather than to change the situation. So there's a big difference in praying for change and praying for acceptance. If you, if you are asking for acceptance, 
based on a situation of where you are and you are un- unaccepting of that situation, in order for you to be, in order for you to accept the situation, you have to change. There has to be a change within you. And you have to believe that that change is possible. Because many people ask, but they don't believe it's possible. But you, you have to believe that that, che- that that acceptance is possible. And for me, Liz, the change, the change that takes place is going from not accepting to accepting. Um, do, am I making sense? Does that make sense to you? It's going from not accepting to accepting. To accepting. Yeah, but well, yes, well, yeah. It depends. It depends on if there's a caveat after that, Wendy, because accepting it can leave you in the same wash cycle. Yeah. Well, of course, of course, <coughs> of course. Um, of course, of course. It it, it 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 then it then like in the coaching paradigm that we use, guys. It then it then. Um, parlays into what is it that you are wanting to do with this? What is it that you are wanting to do with this? If, if you're actually, if we're talking about um, acceptance, okay, you have your 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 significant other has stepped outside of the relationship, and you want to be able to accept this, so so you can do what. So, so that you can be at peace with it, so that you can move forward with the relationship, so you can leave the relationship, so you can re- to to do what, or just to accept it, and then what? So, yeah, Liz, the caveat definitely is for me at any rate. Where are you moving to with this? Where are you mm-hmm. moving to with what with what you have just accepted? Yeah, because I think like the acceptance, you will find it's martyrdom. You know, because going back to, um, like, with Rose, my thing was, well, okay, take me instead of her. That's martyrdom, Mm -hmm. yeah? Mm -hmm. Um, It Mm -hmm. wasn't about, okay, well, um, looking to the future, um, sort of like, I suppose, my future without her or her mm-hmm. future to be in this world. I had accepted the, fa- the very fact that I was saying that on some level, I had accepted the fact that she was going to die. Of course. Of course. Otherwise, you couldn't have that conversation. And you That's see, right. This, That's right. Be a, this, this is something that I think that people um, in general, when they, when they have their internal conversation, This this is why I'm like, you know, okay, so you've had the conversation and we're not robots. We're not. So we are emotional beings. So we emote up and out. Emotion is about things coming up and out. Okay. It's about you showing self to self. So you have this emotional outpouring when you actually, should you choose to listen to your conversation, you will realize, like Olivia said, somewhere in there, her conversation, something had said to her at an intrinsic level. Your sister's dead, baby girl. The fact that you would say you trade places, you already know. But emotions keep us so, um, or we allow emotions to keep us so wrapped up 
that we aren't always able to see as you always say, Olivia, the forest for the trees. At JCPenney's Memorial Day Sale, sizzling deals are on with store-wide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Or the woods for the trees, whichever way it is. We're unable to see it. So true prayer is figuring out what you want. True prayer for me, at any rate, is about you getting specific. It's about you infusing that, it's about you infusing that thing that that you want with all your desire, with all your heart. It's then choosing to be faithful to that desire so that you can inspire yourself to believe, as I said before, that the thing that you want, the thing that you want that hasn't manifested yet, you are able to inspire yourself to believe that you have it already in the tangible. True prayer. True prayer, and this is where I was talking about earlier, about the, the, the punctuation, the full stop, the period. True prayer is saying thank you. Saying thank you, knowing without a doubt that you have received that which is yours before you have it in your hand or before you have it. You know, when somebody gives you something, a slice of cake, uh, etc., blah, 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 or you, you, somebody offers it and you might say, oh, yes, please. Yeah, yeah, I like that. When they actually give it to you and you have it, you say, thank you. Thank you punctuates for you that you have. And this is where I'm going with this in this particular paradigm. Thank you punctuates that you have that which you have asked for. We don't always realize that we're asking. We don't always realize that we're asking. You see, the thing that motivates or the thing that fuels your prayers are your beliefs. Your beliefs are fueled by your emotions. And your emotions and your beliefs will remain, mm, will remain uh, uh, fused together or enmeshed together because you're faithful to the emotion. So this is how this rolls. You are emotionally ticked off because somebody got promoted over you. Not only that, the person came in and you actually trained them. You trained them. You are more qualified, as in, um, what do you call it, like academically qualified, you actually have the, um, uh, the experience, the job experience. This person who came in is less qualified than you, and they don't actually have the experience that you do. You train them. You, 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 you actually train them. As a result of this, as a result of this, 
they got promoted and you're ticked. Not only are you ticked, you're hurt. Not only are you hurt, you're deflated. Not only are you deflated, you start questioning your self-worth. Well, what have they got that I don't have? And there goes the emotion. The emotions start this outpouring. It starts talking about stuff from when you were a kid. You didn't get this. It's a, oh, you, you, you go into it. You go into it. Every emotion, you, you, you remember, you remember how, how you felt that taste in your mouth when X, Y, Z happened. You remember the, 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 the aftershave or the perfume that you were wearing or, or the roses that were sitting on the table. You remember this. You remember how you felt. You remember what it looked like. You, you are, and as a result, you are, you are building a belief in this situation. You become faithful to this situation. And being faithful and having that belief and those emotions dictate that this is where you are. This dictates the desire that you have. And the desire that you have in your heart, true desire, is a thing that will be made manifest. This is what I mean when I say 24-7, 365 days in a year, out of a year, we are praying and we don't even realize. For the the, um, spiritual and um, metaphysical community, that translates to we are affirming and we don't even realize. For the Wiccan community, we are creating spells, but we don't even realize. We're talking all over ourselves. We're talking all over ourselves. Prayer is your ability to communicate through the power of your word for what it is that you want. The universal creation of universal creation um, laws. God's laws, spiritual laws, nature's laws, laws of attraction, a law of attraction, take your pick, whatever, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Guys, as I've said this before, the laws are immutable. This means that they don't change. This means that they don't change. Yet, they are uh, malleable. They'll bend around you, but they are unchangeable. They will mold around you, just like I did in that, that tutorial about using cling film. Cling film remains cling film, but it can mold itself around anything. Why? Because we are all spiritually unique. Why? Because we are all here to do whatever it is that we need to do. Why? Because everybody has a purpose. Why? Because the universal laws are here to assist and support us. We didn't come into this this life or in this incarnation or whatever term you want to use without having tools and assistance to support us. The universal laws do that. The universal laws do that. So guys, hear me clearly. Prayer is not a conversation with God. Prayer is knowing what you want, a shadow of a doubt. Knowing with clarity the thing that you want. And you don't need to know how you're going to get it. So knowing what you want. Prayer is investing the time so that you are, um, I call it married to it, 
so that you are married to the thing that you want. You're married to it. Every emotion, every sense that you have is engaged. Every sense is engaged into the thing that you say that you want. Every sense. True prayer is knowing that you have this thing before you have actually received it. As it says in Hebrews 11, verse 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Prayer is believing and receiving for the spiritual community, for the metaphysical spiritual community. Prayer is affirming, believing, receiving. So you believe before you receive it. This is true prayer. And the thing that punctuates this is gratitude. Gratitude goes a long way for you getting the things that you want. If you're ungrateful, that means that you have other things that you are wanting. If you're ungrateful, this isn't the thing that I want. Because there's something else that I can have that will make me feel better. If you are ungrateful. So thank you goes a long way. So there are many, many moving parts to the art of being able to pray. Now, Olivia and myself have, to- have spoken about this in previous um, uh, podcasts. And, of course, I've done previous tutorials about this. Visualization is one of them. And you can definitely, I actually, um, I actually put that webinar out one day this week. I think it was Monday or Tuesday or something like that. Visualization is huge. But that being said, there are many, many moving, or there are moving parts. And prayer has a four-pronged process. There's a four-pronged process in prayer. Now, one of the things that I would say I have added, because prior to this, I was saying it was a three-pronged process. And I realized seriously that it's a four-pronged process because I would be very, very remiss if I didn't mention forgiveness. In the art of prayer, you need to understand the role that the universal law, spiritual law, natural law, whatever you want to call it, the universal law of prayer, what it does, what it invokes. You see, forgiveness is about clearing the way. Forgiveness is about clearing the way. Forgiveness is about um, creating a different kind of entanglement that you might have with people, places, and things. Does that, Liz, am I making sense so far? Yeah, yeah, you are, Wendy. And, <clears throat> and one of the things I would say is that, you know, you said a minute ago about um, the evidence of uh, things not seen. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you take, mm-hmm. like, um, you were saying about the uh, someone that you've trained and they're promoted mm-hmm. over you. Now we mm-hmm. tend to think we tend to think oh, think of ourselves in that only in that particular um, scenario. You know, exactly. while we while exactly. we're in it, and we forget 
all the internal dialogues that we've had with ourselves that have actually led up to it. But it's also linked to every experience that we have ever had. had And the way that you have forgiven and healed your emotional self with regards to those experiences of hurt, disappointment, sadness, or whatever, it's all linked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see, that that actual scenario, that's what happened to me when I worked at North... uh, Not Northwood Park... um, that's Rosie, um, West London, Hammersmith and West London uh, Hospital. That happened to me. That's mm. exactly what happened to me. You know, but the name of the game was my headspace wasn't where it needed to be. There was so much turmoil going on in my life at that time. It wasn't where it needed to be. Mm. The words, that, the conversation that I was having in my head, I mean, at the end of the day, good God Almighty lived, it, 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 it led to a near-death experience. Mm-hmm. That's how turbulent the conversation was that was going on inside my head. Yeah. So how in the hell was I going to get promoted? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, as you, as you pointed out, Liz, the conversations that we have inside our head, and believe me, we're having these conversations with God. It then becomes punctuated into a prayer when we become specific. You see, many people will say, um, "God knows what's best for me," and this, you know, you know how you know how I ain't feeling that phrase. You know how I'm not in that phrase. God, God knows what's in my heart. Well, the last time I talked to you, the thing that you were truly passionate about is getting some serious revenge on your spouse. That's what was in your heart, truly in your heart. So, you know, when you, when you get people who, who come out and they're, they're all this, uh, it's, vitally, it's vitally important to understand that whatever conversation you have going on inside your mind is a conversation that you have with God. It cannot be shut off. That's not shut off. You and the universal creator are one. It can't be shut off. And it has connotations. God is closer to you than breathing. And yes, it does have connotations, both positive and negative. See, both positive and negative we we allow our emotions to dictate what we think the universal creator known to me as god that resides in me we we have this way of thinking that god works on the same emotional premises as we do that's not how that works That's not how that works. The universal creator is an equal opportunist. And if you read, it will say, God says, I wound, I heal. God gives life, God takes life. Equal opportunist. Equal opportunist. That being said, um, I've started to say that forgiveness Um, I'd be really remiss if I didn't talk about forgiveness as part of your approach to prayer. And for anyone who who has, you know, 
has done the Lord's Prayer and for any other religions out there that have something similar. I didn't actually research that, but any religions out there that have something similar in which they, they speak about forgiveness. Forgiveness is about clearing the way. Not only for you, but as I started to say, also for um, making the entanglement that you have with other people, places, and things more streamlined so energy can flow unimpeded. Because we're all entangled. There's an entanglement. But as for anybody who knows, you can get a, I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, filigree, a chain that's really thin. And it can knock, the knots in it make it something that you can't wear. But if there are no knots in it, you can wear it with a pendant and it will be fine. It's that kind of entanglement that I mean, the kind of knots that can be created between people that make energy a little harder to flow. So forgiveness clears the way. So I just wanted to say that because there are in, uh, I think, not I think, in the actual visualization webinar, manifestation and visualization webinar, I literally state that there are three prongs and also in the visualization podcast that Olivia and myself have done uh, last year sometime, I think, um, I say that there are, it's a three-pronged prayer, it's a three-pronged process. But again, I've added to that, and that's the way it goes. Things evolve, and I've, I've, I've added to that. So forgiveness, forgiveness is huge. That being said, prayer. For prayer, you need a couple of things. Basic prayer, understanding the structure of prayer. You need to be able to visualize. You need to be able to see what you want. And actually in the webinar, I talk about a moving visualization. Actually, I was, I was saying that to Drew yesterday because, you know, you know about Carl. And Carl's doing really well, Liv. He's, he can move okay, good. now and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, good, darling. Good, good, he's, good, good, he's, good. He's, he's doing all right. So um, as, as he said, and I hadn't said this to you because I hadn't spoken to you, but he did say, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. It's Marion, you know, the whole line yards. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So we'll just keep on working, keep on doing, because he can rotate his foot. Um, okay. He's got control cool. over his foot now and all that. Okay, um, nice, so nice, nice. I was, I was saying to um, Drew yesterday that for my visualization and prayer for his healing was literally this. Everything that went, went before, that, that was that. The focus for me now is to focus on seeing him healed. So as it is him who needs needs the healing, I didn't want to become him, if you know what I mean. So what I did was so that the visualization could be a moving visualization, I said to myself, what is it that we can do together that can make the visualization real of him walking, running, and all this jazz. So what I did, I created a visualization of us hiking. And um, there was a picture that um, himself and his partner had taken, and they they were overlooking the city. And immediately, because I had sent him a uh, a link 
because it, it had the sun and it was golden. And I sent him the link from um, Frankie Beverly and Mays, the golden time of day, because I said to him, oh, my gosh, this reminds me of the song. So what I did was, Liz, I went there, I, I brought that up into my imagination, and I got a good visual, good visualization on it. And I visualized that we were, he was, we were hiking and he was holding my hand. And Liz, I was moaning, I'm serious, I was moaning. I don't want to do this. And he was saying, yes, you do. Yes, you do. I'm going to help you. I don't want help, Carl. I don't want to do this. And I could feel his hand in mine. And he was pulling me. But Liz, what I saw him, what he had to do was plant that foot. Mm-hmm. Get stable mm-hmm. with enough mm-hmm. traction to pull me up. And then so he pulled me all the way to the top of this, 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 this you know, this um, mountain thing. And I said to him, I gave him a hug, and I was almost crying. I was saying, thank you. It is so beautiful up here. I can mm-hmm. see the sun. I can feel the sun. I can feel God. And then I said to him, but how are we getting down? And he said, like, no, you've got to carry me. And he said, no, I'm not carrying you. And again, he said, I'll go first. Hold on to my shoulders. And again, Liz, he was using that leg. He was standing like sideways. He was yeah. using that leg, and we were going down, and we got to the bottom, and his partner was there, and his partner said, um, let's have some champagne. And I was like, I don't drink. And he said, Wendy, today you're going to drink. It's a happy <laughs> day. And I was like, okay. So I had some champagne, and the bubbles tickled. And this is what I mean, guys, and I've just explained to you a true moving visualization that I had working with somebody who got injured the other day. And so that's a moving, a moving visualization. So just to recap, here we go. True prayer. Prayer is you need to have a visualization and it needs to be moving. In the webinar, it talks about doing this in more detail. But you need to have a moving visualization. And why do you need this? Because you need to engage your emotions. You need to engage your feelings. I said I could feel this sun. I could see the sun. I could see the city, the bubbles. I could taste the champagne. I was also a little scared, quiet as it's kept, and a little ticked off because I didn't walk walk up the hill. Um, And all this jazz, it was alive to me. It was alive to me, enough that I could express it this way. And people believe me, believe that this is what actually happened. But it was in my mind. It was in my mind. So it's vitally important, guys, it's vitally important to understand, wow, is this not going to do it? We'll see. All right. It's vitally important to to understand that visualization is needed for your belief. It's needed for your belief and the faith that you need for this to be manifest helps to Um, Keep the belief and the moving visualization one. It helps it. Okay, guys? Very, very important. The speaking part is what you affirm. You need to speak clearly. You need to be specific about what it is that you want. You need to have clarity. And when you have that clarity, you use your words to express that clearly what it is that you want. 
And of course, I spoke about forgiveness. You need the pathway to be clear. You don't need anything that's going to hinder you. Absolutely nothing that's going to hinder you. And then you need to be able to say, thank you. You need to be able to say, thank you. You need to be able to be filled with gratitude because you believe your moving visualization and your belief and your faith are holding you firm in that belief that you have what you want before it comes into, before it comes into manifestation. Once again, it's about having faith in the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. This is prayer. There are many things that we take at face value. Many, many things that we take at face value. And in truth and honesty, guys, it, it's we we've been we've been given a disservice. We've been taught that in order to pray, we have to bring it to God, lay it down, and it'll be all right. We. I don't even know list. Look, we've been taught to do that, but the reality is not going to let me re-up the show any longer. It's it's been here's the here's the deal, guys. Because for whatever reason, we're having technical difficulties, and it is what it is. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open unto you. For everyone who asks will receive. Everyone who seeks, they'll find, and everyone who knocks, the door will be open. We haven't been taught to pray this way. We haven't been taught to pray this way, and it's a shame because we need to be able to pray. We need to recognize that we are literally praying every day, every minute of every day. And the more belief you have, the more passion, the more emotion you have around the things, the conversations that you have, they turn into prayer. Prayer isn't always predicated on you saying thank you based on how your life's unfolding. You have to know this. It's the emotion and the attention that you are giving to something that will create the prayer. Your life is all prayer. Everything that has manifested for you is prayer. Know the distinction between conversating with God and praying to the God within you. It's vitally important, guys. Vitally important. I think we're going to get cut off. So what I will say, check out the tutorial on the laws of attraction in action.com. Check out the tutorial, The Art of Prayer. Check it out. So I'm going to see what happens here, Libs, because... Well, it says it's, it says it's still recording. Recording left 14 minutes. So I don't think we're on air, but I, I think it's still recording. Okay, all right, because for me, it says absolutely nothing. I'm buffering. Oh, right. I'm, I'm no, I said it's recording left 14 minutes and seconds counting down. All right. 
One of the things I would say, I I don't know if um, we're still recording. One of the things I would say, Wendy, is, you know, um, in in the Bible, one of the things says, um, my God is a just God. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. It doesn't say that, you know, your God or universal intelligence is an emotional God. It says it is just. And it is just for you. It's just for you. Not only is it... um, not only is it like the God or universal intelligence creating justice for you, and by justice I don't mean hell and damnation justice. I mean exactly. that God or the universal intelligence is actually creating your own interpretation of self-justice because it's all about you. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. whole point. Yeah, that's what I would say. I uh, know, and that no, and that that that's a really that's a really that's a really good point. It does, nowhere does it say. Um, that God is an emotional God. Mm-hmm. No, nowhere does it say that. It doesn't say that at all. Um, what the other thing that I would say that I didn't I didn't get to say is this. And again, hopefully this is this is recording because lives what it should have come up for you instead of fourteen minutes, it should have come up as thirty. So in truth and honesty, I'm not hundred percent sure what it's doing, but I will be able to hear this at the end because I'll download this and splice and dice. So, okay. One of the things that I wanted to say was this, and this is Mark 11, 23 through 25. And basically, this is about you having faith. This is about you being specific. Because it says, truly I tell you that if anyone says to the mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and has no doubt, absolutely no doubt in his heart, but believes this will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I, I tell you, and I, I just mentioned this before, therefore, therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And when you stand to pray, if you hold anything against another, forgive it. So that your Father, your God, whomever your chosen deity is, in wherever the heavens, wherever you think God resides, for me within, will forgive you your trespasses as well. This says it succinctly. This outlines prayer. That outlines prayer. So, guys, I hope that this has been to you. Um, it, it, it's definitely a hot topic for me because many people pray in their own way, in their religious way, in their metaphysical, spiritual way. Many people pray. And I'm talking about consciously go into prayer. What many people don't do or what many people don't realize that there is a difference between a conversation with God and praying to your deity. There's a difference. What people don't realize is that there is an art to prayer and that art isn't laying your burden down. While that may be a prequel to prayer, it's not prayer. Prayer 
starts from the end. And that end is saying thank you for the things that you have received without having it. That is true prayer. Now, you can try that on for size. See how it works for you. I think you'll be amazed. I think you'll be amazed. When you know what you're dealing with, and I'm not saying don't talk to God and don't have a conversation and lay your burdens down. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is understand what it is that you are doing. So on that note, Libs, I'm going to um, click out of here. Mm -hmm. So thank you, sis. Thank you guys for listening. Love you guys. And again, um, be sure to check out the tutorial. It speaks about some of this stuff that we were supposed well, we were speaking about that we were speaking about. Also, check out the visualization webinar because it goes into depth about visualizing and the necessity for visualization in prayer. Yep, and manifestation. So on that note, goes on that note, guys. We're gonna rock and roll, and yeah, um, until next week. So love you, sis. Love you, guys. Love you too, darling. All right, bye. If I my my ending, <laughs> so I don't have to listen to you because you're like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is that? No, because I was gonna play Bob Marley. I can't find the ending. Oh, I'll just use this one. How about that? All right, until next time, guys. I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Until next time, peace. I don't think it's going to run either. All right, peace, darling. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.